My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I got to keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, and welcome to the Stronger Revolution podcast. As the intro said, my name is Matthew Becker, and this is episode number one. Since it is episode number one, I thought the best place to start would be explain why I am here. Um, I have been feeling the drive to start a podcast Lately, uh, because I wanted to bring the benefits of what is called the aggregation of marginal gains to the mass audience um, who listen to podcasts and to give everybody a really clear roadmap about how to implement this kind of a system into their life um, with the idea that they would be able to optimize their life as much as they wanted to in order to have the control in order to do so. Um, So let me first start with a little bit of background on me so that you know a little bit about me and where I come from. Um, In 2009, I graduated from law school and I moved up to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. At that time, my goal was to get an associate attorney position um, at a small uh, law firm, whether it was a couple of attorneys or just one attorney, um, work as an associate attorney making about fifty dollars to $60,000 a year, and then uh, be content with whatever kind of lifestyle that amount of money would afford me. Um, however, <laughs> that goal failed in about the first six months, um, and the solo practitioner who I ended up working for made it very clear uh, very early on that he did not want to pay me a salary um, and that he expected me to basically, in the industry, do what we called eat what you kill. Um, I was basically responsible for bringing in my own book of business, and whatever money I made each month was the money that I produced from that book of business. Bottom line, I found myself as a self-employed individual very quickly. The year I graduated law school also happened to be the same year that I got introduced into CrossFit. Initially, I really didn't have any intention on... um, really going anywhere with CrossFit other than using it as a really great training program. Um, However, the following year in 2010, while my now wife was studying for her bar exam, I decided to get my CrossFit Level 1 Trainer Certificate just for the general knowledge um, of knowing a little bit more about CrossFit. Uh, And again, I had no intention of actually opening a CrossFit affiliate. 
For about the next two years, I worked as an associate attorney trying to build a book of business. I moved from one small firm to another. I moved from working with one attorney to working with two attorneys. Um, I had learned about SEO, search engine optimization, blogging, marketing, taxes, accounting, whatever else I needed to know about being self-employed and trying to run essentially my own sort of law practice because I was really only independently associated with this other law firm. Um, And then in about 2012, that's where we are now, uh, my life started to take another turn. Uh, The CrossFit gym that I was working out at started to go under. So my wife and I talked about the potential of having me open up my own CrossFit affiliate um, and what that would entail. So at the time, I figured, hey, if I can open this up and I can sort of run a, a CrossFit affiliate as a hobby and I don't actually ever end up losing any money, well, then, you know, at least I have a cool hobby and somewhere where I can work out. So sure enough, Industrial Athletics, my CrossFit affiliate, opened in, let's see, it was the spring of 2013. Um, That hobby, while it was in somewhat success, did not continue as a hobby for very long. And I very quickly discovered that I was now running two full-time businesses. Um, I was still trying to go grow a law practice as an independent contractor attorney within another law firm. And now all of a sudden, I'm trying to grow a CrossFit affiliate um, right outside of downtown Pittsburgh. Uh, My life pretty much immediately started to require me to uh, focus almost exclusively on organization and systems so that I could make sure that every day... I could get done what needed to get done for both businesses and that I didn't miss anything. I tried just about every productivity hack, organizational system, apps, programs, you name it. I tried it. Um, Pretty much my entire life was run on a clock. Um, Sleep was not a priority and my day-to-day tasks when not worrying about the legal practice or the gym was trying to figure out how to maximize every waking hour to make sure that I got everything done. Over about the next four years, the gym continued to grow and my split time between the legal practice and the gym really started to blur more and more. Um, I was taking on new roles at the gyms and uh, at the gym in hopes of providing my clients with better services. Um, I was starting to do other things around the gym to try to increase membership. And basically, the gym was really, really changing from a hobby to a small business into now something that could potentially be a legitimate second source of income. To help the gym continue to grow around 2016, I hired my first business coaching firm, That firm gave me a business coach who I worked with on a one-on-one basis, and this guy finally made me sit down and write out my core values um, and helped me define my purpose. That process, as tedious as it was, really helped me focus on what I was doing, what I wanted to do, and how I was going to get from point A to point B. I would say that this uh, process really has been a game changer for me over the last few years. 
Um, it gave my life new focus that I never really had before. Um, I didn't feel like I was sort of running around in the dark anymore, not sure of what I wanted to do. And now it was just a matter of trying to figure out how to mold and change and structure my life so that I could carry out this purpose and um, live within my core values more than I was at the time. So I started reading a bunch of books on topics like mindfulness and optimization. I started listening to a lot of podcasts um, on those same subjects. My daily thought processes were really revolving around how do I maximize my time by providing almost extreme structure to my day so that I feel like I'm at least in control of the decisions that I'm making and what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I was experimenting with like different journaling techniques to stay on task. My car rides to court and my nightly walks with my Greyhound were spent listening to podcasts and other professionals talk about what they were doing in order to stay on task. And I was learning things about Stoic philosophy in order to dial in on what my controllables were in my life versus what really was outside of my control and as a waste of my time to, to try to control. Um, certain parts of my day were so structured out from a timing standpoint that on a day-to-day basis, I could pretty much get from point A to point B within about a five-minute period daily. Like Things like Getting up in the morning and getting to the gym first thing in the morning, I could pretty much get up, get everything done, and leave within about a five-minute period, uh, give or take, every day. Um, So my goal at this point was to continue doing what I was doing and try to take as much of the guessing game out of my daily and weekly life as possible while still maintaining some semblance of being a human and and putting forth effort into things like my family, um, my other hobbies, my relaxation, my health, you know, I wasn't I was trying to do this while not becoming a just I guess cold machine, right? Because eventually we are all going to burn out. Um, one of the books that I read during all of this was Ben Bergeron's Chasing Excellence. Um, and I was reading it for a second time, actually, when I finally found it, the aggregation of marginal gains. And it was like a light bulb went off in my brain all of a sudden. Those four words, aggregation of marginal gains, finally summed up what I was trying to do um, for the last five years. Uh, so that is why we are here. And without further ado, here is what the aggregation of marginal gains is, all right? Sir David Brailsford, and I really hope I'm not butchering that name, um, became the head manager or head coach of the British cycling team. And when he was hired to do so, the British cycling team was really just sort of like a nobody. They hadn't really done anything important since the 1970s. And he was tasked with turning the entire British cycling team around. Um, And he was able to do so. In 2008, they went to the Beijing Games, the Olympic Games, and they won like eight out of 10 gold medals in cycling. Then in 2012, um, he was in charge of Team Sky, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the Tour de France. Um, And Bradley Wiggins 
uh, on that team was able to win the Tour de France in 2012. And then they were able to repeat that success in 2013 with Team Sky again, and this time an individual by the name of Chris Froon um, was the winner of the Tour de France from that team. So the question is, how was this possible? How does this one guy come in and take this team that was basically a nobody and turn it around to a really big competitor on the national stage of cycling? Well, Sir Brailsford uh, believed that the path to victory was through small daily improvements. All right, specifically, he said that if you can improve your daily life by 1%, or if you can improve everything you do by 1%, you will eventually not only achieve your goals, but exceed them uh, beyond whatever your initial uh, potential was or whatever you initially thought you wanted to do. So in other words, the aggregation or accumulation of small improvements in your life while maybe inconceivably small in the beginning, over a period of time would add up to skyrocket you into the next stage, right? So he started looking at the team's daily life and he started making little changes. He would do things like adjusting the nutrition of the riders, right? He changed the pillows that they slept on so they would get a better night's sleep. He changed the interior color of the transportation trucks for the bikes so that they could see how much dust was actually in the truck that might be getting onto the bikes and slowing them down. He brought in uh, like surgeons and other specialists who would teach the riders how to wash their hands properly so they could better decrease their potential of getting illness. He adjusted the training programs, the bike's ergonomics, and even went into research on getting the lightest tires possible to go on these bikes. So he believed and he showed that these small, almost unnoticeable changes on a daily basis all put together really turned out to be their road to success. So I started looking at this and I realized, wow, this is exactly what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to figure out different ways that I can make changes in my life so that at the end of the day, my life becomes that much better, that much easier. I'm not constantly running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And as it turns out, you can use the idea of the aggregation of marginal gains in your everyday life, whether you're just trying to reach some kind of a personal goal, whether it's a hobby, whether you're trying to reach some kind of a business goal, it's a very easy way to break down what you're doing. And instead of focusing on this big giant picture and say, okay, at the end of a five-year period in my business, I want to be making six figures, you're now focusing on day-to-day controllables that you can say, all right, I'm going to trust that as long as I improve this one aspect of my business today by 1%, that within the next five years, not only should I hit six figures, but I should be able to exceed that, right? So the next question is, like, how do you implement this into your life? I mean, it takes a lot of time, a lot of organization, and a lot of introspection, but it can be done, okay? The, the first thing that I try to tell people whenever they're implementing this system, and, and, and really the first thing that I really had to accept is that we're not striving for perfection, on a day-to-day basis, right? This is not a perfect system. 
We're looking for progressions and making compound improvements, right? And that's key. Um, So instead of sitting around and theoretically trying to think about what is the best way that I can do X during my day so that it's maximizing my potential within that day and then going out and implementing that, no, you're going to start by just coming up with an idea and get it underway. Start it now and adjust it later. Okay. For example, I probably went through like 10 journals. All right. My head coach at the gym, to the gym her name happens to be Jen. The poor woman had to, to listen to me constantly talk about these journals only so that I could try to figure out exactly what daily structure I liked to keep me on task. Um, it doesn't, I, I didn't go out and try to figure it all out and then only then start start a daily journal to keep me on task once I thought I'd, I'd found the perfect system. I mean, I went through a lot of them, right? And even today, I've got uh, a way of organizing and I like writing things down. I've got things, I've got things organized in my journals on a daily basis that I think is pretty good and it keeps me on task. I'm getting things done, but there's still that voice in the back of my head that every so often comes in and thinks about like, could I do this even better, right? So over the coming episodes, what I hope to do is lay out a path to which those of you who are listening can start to break down your life and set a structure that makes it very easy for you to see what needs improvement and then how can we make those small 1% improvements even easier, right? Um, It... If you haven't started the process yet, it can seem rather daunting, right? Like, where do you start? Um, how do you know, like, which areas to improve first? How do you know which areas even need to be uh, improved, right? Um, it's even hard, as I've said at times, to see whether or not these supposed improvements are actually really changing anything, okay? Because a lot of times there's a the question about whether or not... Um, these 1% changes are even measurable, right? That's another thing that um, I've always kind of struggled with. I thought, well, everything that I do needs to be trackable in some sense so that I can really see if what I did yesterday or what I do today is better than what I did yesterday, right? But it doesn't necessarily have to be trackable, right? Um, Like, for example, it would be hard for me to track the fact that I eat the same thing every day for breakfast and say and look back and say, well, before I ate the same thing every day for breakfast, my life was like X. And now that I eat the same thing every day for breakfast, my life has improved. And now it's like Y, right? That's a hard thing to track. Okay. But what I can say is that my productivity has improved because I no longer waste brain power on a day-to-day basis trying to figure out what I want to eat. I know exactly what I need to buy at the grocery store every week. I could figure out the exact cost of that if I ever needed to. I know exactly what the macro breakdown is because I eat the same thing every day and I only had to figure it out one time. I know that it fits the rest of my structured lifestyle And I know that I've designed my breakfast in such a way that if 
my daily structure ever gets thrown off, my breakfast is portable enough that I can adjust it around anything that comes up that sort of throws my regular daily structure off, okay? So to me, that's an improvement in my life that helps me reach the purpose that I'm trying to serve, okay? So I'm going to try to release about an episode once a month, all right? Um, And we'll see how that goes. That's how I'm going to start. Uh, Once I get used to the process um, and this sort of becomes a more regular thing, maybe I will get up to about an every two-week period. But for now, once a month is something that I can fit into my structure and hopefully not let down my listeners if I miss a release date. Um, For a while, the episodes are going to show you how to discover your purpose, how to define some core values, um, and use those values to define what is important to you in your life. And that will then start to dictate how you focus your day-to-day, which will then start to show you how to really form a structure for your day, a system, right? Is there a morning ritual? Is there an evening ritual? What do we do in between those two? Um, From there, we'll have a much clearer picture and we can start talking about things like goal setting, as I just said, morning and evening rituals, forming better habits. Um, And then we're going to move into more specific, controllable areas of your life like diet, exercise, sleep, relaxation, and more. Okay, so I'm going to help you guys structure your life so that you can start to make these easy improvements. And then we're going to basically talk about what should those improvements be or what changes can we make to your life so that you can have a 1% improvement um, tomorrow as opposed to today. So starting on the next episode, um, we're going to talk about your chosen level of commitment to a program like this and how that level of commitment will help you determine how much organization and structure you really want to invest in. Um, So bear with me. A lot of this is not as hard as it might sound. So thank you guys for listening to the first episode, and I will leave you with this quote from Jim Rohn. All right. Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day while failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next time on The Stronger Revolution. Thanks for listening.